Good morning, my fellow adventurers. I'm glad that you could join us for another episode of 10 Minutes with Jim. After all, shared adventures are the best adventures. If you are a trivia buff, you'll really like this morning's program. And if you're looking for road trip inspiration, this program is for you. To kick it off and get us in the mood, take a listen to our theme song, and then check out the music of the road crew at roadcrew66.com. Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. Since we need to pay the bills, before we take to the road, let's give a shout out to this week's sponsor, Grand Canyon Caverns and Inn. For more than 90 years, this venerable roadside gem has evolved with Route 66. Today, in the era of that highway's renaissance, the resort complex is again a destination for families, for adventures, and for people like me who are looking for a bit of their childhood and a good piece of pie. And of course, this program and Jim Hinckley's America are also made possible through the magic of crowdfunding. Our crowdfunding initiative is found on the Patreon platform at p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Jim Hinckley's America. Let's start this week's adventure with a fascinating bit of trivia and an historic mystery. What Route 66 town has a direct connection with Denmark? The answer is Knut, named for a king of Denmark. Here's the mystery. The town's initial name was Oak, but the application for a post office in February of 1899 was under the current name. There was a short one-paragraph reference in an area newspaper that noted the name was an honorarium for the King of Denmark, but to this day, nobody knows why. And now, a dark chapter in Route 66 history. The Canyon Motel, 13001 East Central Avenue in Albuquerque, New Mexico, was a typical 18-unit complex with Pueblo and Spanish architectural components built in the early 1950s. Promoted as the motel where comfort is assured year-round, the property shared the decline of neighboring motels with the passing of years and soon was a weekly or monthly rental flop house. It would have faded into obscurity were it not for the brutal murder of Linda Lee Daniels after being held at the motel by her kidnappers and the subsequent trial with its shocking details that rattled the community in 1986. Demolition of the property occurred in 2002, and the Value Place Central Hotel stands on the site today. Next, as promised, the story of an Arizona trading post. Built in either 1948 or 1949, the Canyon Padre trading post initially consisted of a store service station and a small 10-stool cafe housed in a prefabricated diner built by the Valentine Manufacturing Company. Purchased by William and Jean Troxell in late 1954, preceded renovations that included the addition of two giant arrows made from discarded telephone poles and renaming the complex as Twin Arrows Trading Post. It was one of six trading posts along Route 66 between Winona and Winslow in Arizona. It remained in operation through the early 1990s. To date, numerous proposals for the property's renovation and reopening, including plans by the Hopi tribe, to create an Indian marketplace, 
have not progressed beyond the planning stage. Vandalism has all but destroyed the complex. Let's head east for our next stop, the fascinating town of Carlinville. This place is amazing. The namesake for the Macapin County seat on the pre-1930 alignment of Route 66 is Thomas Carlin, an Illinois senator instrumental in the creation of the county and the governor of Illinois from 1838 to 1842. Plotted as the county seat in 1829, the post office has been in continuous operation since February of 1830. In the era of Route 66 repair services available to travelers were sparse. In 1927, according to the Hotel Garage Service Station and AAA Club Directory, the Mack Motor Company on West Main Street a facility that offered after-hours repairs was the only garage listed. The service station directory published by AAA in 1946 also noted one recommended repair facility, the Marco Garage. Primary attractions of note are the courthouse, completed in 1870, and the jail built in 1869. Graft and political favoritism resulted in the labeling of the former as the million-dollar courthouse, an ornate structure that was larger than the state capitol and at the time of its construction was the largest courthouse outside of New York City. Route 66 enthusiasts favor the Carlin Villa Motel, a facility listed in the Route 66 Dining and Lodging Guide published by the National Historic Route 66 Federation. Jerry McClanahan also recommends this motel in the EZ 66 Guide for Travelers. And if you need additional recommendation, I've stayed here several times and find it to be a delightful oasis at the end of a long day on the road. And, since we're speaking unique attractions, consider this. Carlinville has the largest existent collection of Sears and Roebuck Company mail-order houses. These complete houses were sold as kits that included pre-cut framing. They date to 1918. In that year, the Standard Oil Company ordered 156 of these houses as homes for mine workers. And as of late 2018, 152 remained in what is called the standard edition of the city. And I should note that the town's association with Route 66 was relatively short, 1926 to 1930. And now, here's one from New Mexico. The true origins and meaning of the name Carnul, as well as date of initial settlement, are unknown. Archaeological evidence indicates a pueblo near the present site, predates the arrival of Spanish explorers by centuries. Modern history is dated to February of 1763, the first reference of a small village, Miguel de Canu. Indian attacks forced its abandonment in 1771. In 1819, Governor Melgaras signed the application for the Canyon de Carnul grant for providing property to landless individuals in the village of Albuquerque. Carnul is the resultant settlement. Before 1951, Carnul was infamous to Route 66 travelers for its proximity to a sharp, blind turn at the top of a hill aptly referred to as Dead Man's Curve. Completion of a four-lane divided highway through the canyon, the most expensive highway project in the state of New Mexico's history to that point, eliminated this curve in 1952, and the hill itself was removed during construction of I-40, in 1965. And since we are in the neighborhood, the Carruthers and Maudlin Building, a stylish and modern complex consisting of a service station with a garage, 
opened at 320 East Central Avenue in Albuquerque, New Mexico in 1938. In the ensuing years after closure in 1957, it housed a variety of businesses before its acquisition by the brothers Vince, John, Matthew, and Chris DeGregory in the spring of 2006 and conversion into the standard diner. Let's wrap up the week with the story behind the animated movie Cars. Produced by John Lasseter and John Raft, the movie released in 2006 was the seventh animated feature film produced by Disney Pixar and the last film produced by Pixar before its purchase by Disney. John Lasseter claimed the idea for the film was resultant of a cross-country vacation with his wife and five sons in 2000. Upon his return, Lasseter contacted Michael Wallace, author and acclaimed Route 66 historian. Discussions with Wallace about the historical importance of Route 66, the international resurgent interest in the highway, and the effect the interstate highway had on towns along Route 66 led to an agreement in which the acclaimed author would lead Pixar animators on a tour of the highway. Resultant of the tour, real people in places along the highway served as the inspiration for character development and scenery in the animated feature film. In an interview with Joe Williams, film critic for the St. Louis Dispatch, Lasseter said that a great deal of the story for Radiator Springs was derived from interviews with Angel Delgadillo of Seligman, Arizona. The Cozy Cone Motel in the film is a composite of the Wigwam Motel in Holbrook, Arizona, and the Wigwam Motel in Rialto, California. The name for the mythical motel is a nod to the Cozy Dog Drive-In of Springfield, Illinois. Bob Waldmeyer served as inspiration for the character Fillmore. The iconic You Drop In in Shamrock, Texas served as the inspiration for Ramon's House of Body Art. The yellow billboard proclaiming Here It Is for Lizzie's Curio Shop is a reference to the Jackrabbit Trading Post at Joseph City, Arizona that's still promoted, as it has been for more than a half century, with a large billboard proclaiming the same slogan. The inspiration for Sally, portrayed in the film as a Porsche with a voice by Bonnie Hunt, is Don Welsh, owner of the Rock Cafe in Stroud, Oklahoma. In addition to serving as a consultant for the film, Wallace lent his signature voice to that of the sheriff. Other locations along Route 66 and personalities were also incorporated in the film. The popularity of the movie fueled international interest in Route 66 and inspired a younger generation to learn about this storied highway. In its opening weekend, at 3,985 theaters, the film earned $60,119,000 and would eventually gross $462 million with worldwide release. With international release of the DVD in the fall of 2006, Walt Disney Company claimed sales of 5 million copies in two days and 6 million copies in the first week. My friends, that does it for another week. I hope that you enjoyed the adventure as much as I did and that you will join us again next week for 10 Minutes with Jim. For more information about some of the places visited today, check out our website, jimhinkleysamerica.com. Last item of the day, the October tour. Look for us on the road. Tell us why you're a fan of Jim Hinckley's America and receive a free pin. And don't forget, copies, Murders and Mayhem on the Main Street of America are now available for order on our Facebook page. Vaya con Dios. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America.